I'm excited to be back with you again today. We're studying the first psalm, psalm number one, talking about the kind of person that God wants to bless, and that's the person who doesn't do certain things, but who delights in the Lord and delights in his word. Now, God then describes that person, this person that he delights in. And he said, this person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields his fruit, its fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers. This is the picture of the person who walks God's way, stands where he needs to stand, sits where he needs to sit, delights in the Lord and his word, and spends time in it on a regular basis. This particular person is like a tree. We're described like a tree, a tree that is planted deep. That speaks of permanence. That speaks of strength. That speaks of power. But we're planted by, the, by a stream of water where the water can provide nourishment for the tree. And that tree produces fruit in its season, and its leaves don't wither in the leaves don't wither in the in the winter time, and it it prospers. It's prosperous. That's the picture of the person who who really uh, has a dependence on God and His Word, and allows Him to be the Lord of their lives, and and in that discovers a great many things about what God can do and what God is, and and what God has for each one of us. And I want us to think about that, and I want us to go a step further. In <clears throat> Psalm 92, there is a, a picture of a tree again, where we're, we're described as a tree, a palm tree, it says. Uh, in Psalm 1, it just says a tree. But in Psalm 92, listen to what it says for... <clears throat> The righteous, verse 12, will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock. There is no wickedness in him. The palm tree is really an interesting thing to study, especially the palm trees that grew in Israel at that time in the wilderness, in the area where there was, there was really kind of a desert. That's really what it was more than a wilderness. I think of jungle. But, but the wilderness back then was considered a desert. It was, that's what they called it. And he describes, he describes the strong believer as somebody who flourishes like a palm tree. That's in comparison with the wicked person who will be destroyed and won't flourish forever. There are several things about the palm tree. One is it has a unique secret, an inner secret. It has a root life. Those kind of palm trees had a root life that went down deep, 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 deep into the soil because in the desert, if it didn't go deep and connect down deep, it would not survive. It would not flourish. It would not even live. So it goes deep down to find the water that's far down in the earth. And that's what the Bible says should be characteristics of, characteristic of us. Our inner life is the secret of our outer life. It's more important what we are on the inside than what we look like on the outside. Because if our inner life is strong in Christ and if his Holy Spirit is in control, our outer life 
even though if we're not as handsome or beautiful as someone else, there will be a beauty about us that will attract people to us. The Bible says that we are to be rooted in him. Also, it's interesting about the palm tree. It has head life, and what I mean by that is there is really little evidence of life in a palm tree when you look at it because uh, except at the top. There are no limbs coming off the tree as it goes up, but at the very top of the palm tree, there is uh, a lot of life. There are leaves, and there are there is fruit. Coconuts grow, and it's there that that the life really is. And if most trees, if you want to them to grow, you trim the top, you cut off the top. Not so with the palm tree. If you tri- if you cut off the top of the palm tree, you kill the tree. And see, the same thing is true of us. Jesus is our head. He is the one in charge. We aren't. And if we stay in contact with him and if we trust in him and if we depend on him, then we exhibit life and we, we, we have his life flowing through us all the time. There's another thing about the palm tree that I think is particularly interesting, and that is the palm tree <clears throat> has a unique outward expression of its life. It always has green leaves. Now, that's very unusual. Most trees, when the weather gets colder, they lose their leaves, and they're just bare. They're ugly. There's nothing uglier than a whole bunch of trees that are bare of any leaves. There's nothing prettier than a whole bunch of trees that are full of nice, wonderful, luscious green leaves. So the palm tree is, it keeps its leaves all the time, and its leaves stay the same. And that's because it has a hidden life of, of strength through the water that comes to, comes to it. And when people see a palm tree in the desert, it attracts them. If they're a weary traveler in the desert and they see a palm tree, they know probably water is somewhere nearby, and they know that shade is there, and maybe even fruit if there's a coconuts on that tree. It's also very upright. A palm tree just grows straight up. It doesn't spread out to the side, to the right, or to the left. It's just tall and stately. And the Christian should be upright, and our lives should be tall and straight for God, and we should count for him. And as we allow him to control our lives, we can have that kind of attribute in us that we are, that we are his and we are walking with him. And it also has a kind of heavenly loftiness about it. Those palm trees would grow sometimes to 150 feet tall as if they were trying to reach out to heaven, as if they were reaching upward toward God. And that should ever be our motive, reaching toward God, reaching toward heaven. They were also unique in relation to their surroundings. They were independent of their surroundings. See, all around them it was dry. It was burning sand. There was nothing to evidence that there was any life anywhere nearby. But with them there was life. With them, there was evidence of life. It's all, it was also separated from its surroundings. Uh, it was not in tune with the surroundings. The around, surroundings were death, but they, were, they had life. You see, that's why the Bible says that we are to love not the world, neither the things of the world, because we, are to, we live in the world, but there's a lot of death there, and we're to be the life givers in the midst of that death. It also had a distinction. It was distinctive in the midst of its surroundings because everything around it was different from it. It was unique. It was different. And it, it was very unique in the fact that it produced fruit. 
It produced good fruit, and it made a difference. It was actually the savior of people sometimes in the middle of the desert. And that's what our Lord is for us. Let us be like him. Let us be trees planted. Let us be like the palm tree. And today, let God use you in some way with someone. God bless you. Have a great day.